This episode of Comics for Fun and Profit is brought to you by Bad Idea Comics. You thought they were bad last time, folks. Well, now they're really, really bad. And by the way, good luck finding a Bad Idea comic because uh, the closest one to me in in Ohio, uh, not your small, smallish state, one of your bigger states, it's like two and a half, three hours away. Not worth it to track down a comic. Sorry. My LCS, Cowabunga Comics, not on the list. You know, don't blame them. Don't blame you guys for never, ever buying a Bad Idea Comics. Thank you, Bad Idea, for rearing your ugly head again. And I look forward to all your bad, bad ideas. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This calendar with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 759 for Comics originally coming in August 23rd and August 24th. Before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday. Drew, tell me all the wonderful good news in the world of comics. We were a little down last week with a bunch of scandal and stuff, but this week's all positivity, correct? All, well, no. Um, nah. But have you seen the 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 meme going around with the the girl that's like right in the guy's ear? Yes, I love that one. It's the uh, reverse of the one that we've had a lot of time with a guy at the baseball game is in the yeah. girl's ear. Yeah, and um, a lot of a lot of people have been like posting nerdy takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, 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 I think it might be my favorite meme of all. I, I just, I, I love it. I laugh every time somebody has a theory on, you know, the Flash or uh, <laughs> Krypton or something. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just hilarious, hilarious. So I mean, I know people are sick of it already, but give me more. I, I was gonna say, keep it I going. Keep it going. I want more me. of this. I want this to live, live on for a while because I've been, I'm enjoying the hell out of this meme. Um, That's awesome. it, I usually don't like them, but th- this one I do. Um, <laughs> Aaron Churchill also sent us um, a little uh, copyright infringement episode of the Comics, Comics Kayfabe, where they featured Making Comics for Fun and Profit, a 1976 book um, by Richard Cummings. Mm. Um, and funny story, when uh, we were came up with the name comics for fun and profit. I did a, a, a tertiary search to see if that existed anywhere. And I found that book. So a decade ago, I found that book and I was like, eh, it's not the exact same thing. It's from, <laughs> it's a, it's a book from 1976. It's out of print. Who would even, who will even remember this book? And I think the artist is dead. So who cares? Uh, let's roll the dice on comics for fun and profit not being a problem with making comics for fun and profit the book and uh, no one has ever mentioned it in the last decade or found it until those kayfabe bastards (laughs) ed pisker and jim rugg did an episode on it and uh, and then aaron churchill threw it and threw it on our face so I guess if, if the, the cease and desist is on its way. Yeah, if the if the Cummings estate reaches out and has a problem with our podcast, um, you know, we'll send them a nickel or something for for our use of the word. Um, but, but I thought that was pretty funny. I haven't watched that episode yet, but I'm going to. I got to see because I never I, I never read the book. I just I found it and then dismissed it as nothing. So it could be like a horribly racist book and we copied our name from it. <laughs> it could be. 
It could be because it was out. It was out of print. So it was going to be that or Mind Kampf podcast. We just, you know, we weren't sure. <laughs> it was going to be called the Is the Holocaust Real? Yeah. <laughs> and comics. <laughs> but we didn't do that. Yeah. So we went with the uh, com- comics for fun and profit. And we've got a good decade. We got a good decade yeah, run. Seven hundred and fifty-nine so, episodes out of it. Yeah, so I think we're happy about that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of awful, awful stuff, remember bad idea? Remember, yes. remember when, they, when they went away? Oh, it was they glorious. ended. They ended themselves. They just had one bad idea after another, and then just fell off into oblivion. Well, they're back. They are back with a vengeance. Yay. And um, they're going to do, they're rolling out again. They're going to do a new launch. They've got new stores that are distributing them. Still 228 uh, stores or whatever. I don't know if there's that many. I I looked in Ohio. There were three. One of them was in St. Clairsville, I think was the closest, which is like three hours from our house, right? Um, <laughs> so um, I looked in Wisconsin. No Cowabunga. They had, there's no one store. What? No, there's one store. Door in Wisconsin, and I can't remember what I never I've never heard of that town that it was in. And Jason's got one in his neck of the woods uh, in There's Hawaii. Like Fifteen in Indiana. Man, Indiana's got nothing but bad idea comics. <laughs> That's strange, right? Wonder why. Yeah, that it's is. very odd. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So there's none close to me. Um, you know, there's probably some big name creators connected to it again, but I'm gonna I'm sitting would, it out. Would there be? Or would they be like, eh, this might not be about it. I think idea. Mark Wade's doing one right off the bat. Oh, yeah, Mark Wade and David Latham. Yeah. So that one, I think they might. They're talking about bundling that with a previews catalog. So it'll come shoved in your in your previews catalog. Mm-hmm. Um, which would make it, I would think, easier for everybody to get. So maybe that one I'd get. I could just order the catalog, right? Yeah. Um, just for fun. But yeah, I'm not chasing. I'm not chasing any of these down. I'm not going to drive three hours for a bad idea comic. So um, we'll see what other bad ideas they have. There will be seven titles in part one, and they will offer a blind pre-order from now until September 7th before you know what they even are. Yeah, I mean, I know it's. I know it's bad idea. I know they lean into it, but I don't. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. The first ten people. To pre-order all seven titles blind, we'll get a sticker. A sticker. <laughs> a sticker. Really? A sticker can be redeemed to get different endings to the comics you buy. Yeah, I don't know, man. Is this? A, are you are you intrigued by this? Am I no, am I just all I, by myself out here? No, or? I'm tired of dumb shenanigans. Just sell comics and don't be stupid. <laughs> okay, I think we're on the same page then. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if we're on the same page with the Hot 10 over at our good friends at CBSI. All right. We start with our good friends at CBSI with the Hot 10 list every Friday, coincidentally, with our podcast. I think they do it for us. And they with do. Us. Yeah. Because yeah. they're our friends. <clears throat> they release their top 10 books on the secondary market, stuff that is flying and that you're making some money on. We like to go over it, chit-chat about it, see if any of it tickles our fancy. And we start with number one, Web of Spider-Man number 118 by Terry Kavanaugh and Steve Buttle. This 
book has prices so bizarre it will make your head spin. 9.8s are currently hovering around the grand, but it has roller coastered from the past few months. Remember how back in the 90s everyone hated the clone story? Yeah. Storyline. Yeah, I guess no one hates it anymore. Guess not. I still hate it. It's one of the worst storylines ever written. <laughs> okay. But, and like, that's so weird. Web of Spider Man used to be the, the made fun of Spider Man, and it's yeah. got a, a book where the grand. It's so dumb. It is dumb. At rank two, we have Meet the Scrolls by your good friend Robbie Thompson and Nico Henriksen. This is already $20 to $25. Fanboys love Amelia Clark. Rumor is that she will be playing the scroll Gaia, G apostrophe IAA. So reminds us of Cora. Can she not have a normal name like Jan or Betty and anything for the love of God? And her first appearance is in this book. Several variants that are not easy to find in general are also available. At rank three, we have Sandman, number 13 from 1990. Say what you want about Sandman show, but Lady Constantine was excellent. I could see them doing a spinoff of several characters. Her being one of them, 9.8 for $325, and a 9.4 sold for over 150 bucks. Nice. No doubt. Predator, the num- the the Raza trade dress variant, limited to 600 Interesting twist. The virgin that was on the list last week from C2E2 was out of a thousand. This one is less and is selling for considerably more in the $160 to $180 range. We like the trade dress better, we think. At rank five, Avengers number 85. 9.8 sold for over $5,000. We've talked about these first team appearances before. Very bad investments. Now, if you're picking this one up solely for Hyperion, okay, that we get. The Mandalorian number two, there's a 1 in 50 Jim Chung variant, currently selling between 75 and 85. Uh, It's got Grogu and Grogu sells, but for how long, that is the real question. Shirtless Bear Fighter number two, the 1 in 10 Paolo Rivera variant. That's an awesome looking cover. I love that. That's great. $25. $25. This cover reminds me of the old pulp covers. We love it. Still, still haven't figured out what the draw is on this character, but someone must like it for them to do a second volume. That's going to be somebody like who's it. never read the book. I was going to say. If you read the book, you know why fun. people like it. It's fun. At rank 8, Batman number 125. The second print, Jorge Jimenez 1 and 25 foil variant. I said the regular second print was a thing you got to run out and grab. I guess I should have went for the ratio. Already selling between 50 and 60. Actually, don't really hate this cover at the moment. It does seem to be in an insane amount of supply, though. And if it is a big if DC continues with the fail-safe character, this one will be a good one to have. At Reg 9, we have Dark Spaces Wildfire number 1 from Scott Snyder. 10 to $15. Don't miss a good Scott Snyder story. But this is selling because it was picked up by a lame, lame, lame network. Buy a trade and move on, people. What's which lame network is it? Do we know? Not sure on that one. Probably sci-fi. They screw everything up. Well, Hulu's not been great lately either. That's true. Uh, Star Wars 26. We talked about this last week. Several first appearances have it selling in the $15 to $20 range this week. This would seem to be a good buy and hold book at this point. And honorable mentions, we have She-Hulk number two, the David Nakayama green variant. We talked about this when it first came out. 70 bucks. 
haven't had a chance to watch the show yet. I'm not the biggest fan of Comedy Hulk to start with. And now add in Comedy She-Hulk. Who knows? At rank nine, or at the other honorable mention spot, we have Punch Comics number 19, a 4.0 sold for $1,800. I don't know about you, but I think I don't think Dude is going to catch up on his lady friend in time in this cover. Universal, uh, Universal Content Productions, UCP. Ever heard of them? Nope. I have not either. why they are the uh, garbage. <laughs> yeah. What streamer is that? <laughs> that is crazy. All right. So let's um, slide on over to FOC and see what our good friends at Lunar have to say. This would yeah. be stuff we need to get secured by the 21st, I believe. Yep, order these by the 21st, and most of them come out in the about the 13th of September. I am rocking through my awesome spreadsheet sent to me by our good friends at Deep Discount Cowabunga Comics. And let's see what DC has to offer. We have a lot of these cool Batman and Robin number ones. There are a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of covers. So I was many. looking at the um, Oni Press. I'm looking at the Lunar site. So uh-huh. Oni so Press has one called action journalism um and it's a it's a journalism based uh sci-fi book so might be fun action journalism team adventures of the action journalism team starts right here it's only 3.99 action journalism with kate kelly you are such a nerd journalism that's what gets your that's what that gets gets blood flowing it gets my blood flowing yep that's exciting yeah i'm looking at these batgirl covers um there's a erica henderson cover c Mm-hmm. That Harley was that Harley 30th anniversary one. With him playing D and D, it looks like. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. The Two Face Batman one that one bad day. Two Face covers are really nice. There's tons of them. I was gonna say there's quite a bit of them. Batman versus Robin launches. We were kind of looking forward to that. This was Mark Wade writing this. It's a little high price, but could be fun. B cover by Joshua Middleton's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, there's tons of covers too, but man, Hitch and Mahmoud Osrar is really good. Mm-hmm. Man, Francis Manipole. How many are we getting? It's up to K. Yeah, there's an L that's one, one in fifth, one in one hundred and fifty. Oh wow, I didn't even see that one. Yeah, they must not be showing that one on the site. Uh, Francis Manipole's a card stock has a cardstock version of it too for just an extra buck. That ain't bad. It's a book called Career Shoplifter. By Gabrielle Bell. It's an $8 book. That's a weird price. <laughs> and I can't who tell uh, publishes that? I can't, couldn't tell. I can't tell by the cover. And I got a broken link. So can you see it on your list? Who, I'm on right now. Career Shoplifter, it's called. Well, I look for... Uncivilized book. Okay. And then there's the F-Off Squad. F standing for what you think it would. Uh, Funyuns? <laughs> Funyuns off squad exactly uh, it's a trade paperback though getting Flash the fastest man alive by a ton of people and the F off squad appears to be a remastered edition so it's previously published gotcha you know I'm child so dirty curse words catch my eye <laughs> <laughs> mommy guess what he said uh-huh. black caravans giving us infernal pact number one sex drugs and damnation and then Scout's giving us Junior number one. 
which looks kind of okay. I'm not sure I love that cover. You know anybody that's read reading Jurassic League, Kyle? Uh uh. That can't be. Can't be. (laughs) There's no way. Can get any images up on the God Killer for those I love. I will sacrifice from Black Mask. Cannot get any covers on those. Can you get the covers up on Miss Meow? Number four. The Risque Foil. Or this. <laughs> I don't really see the difference between some of these. Ris- the two Risques. They look good. Oh, one's with a. One's a virgin. One's not. Not near Risque enough for you? Oh, by the looks of her, none of them are virgin. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what Singe and Timbo is, but its first issue went to a second print. Well, we got a second print from Scout Comics. It's good when yeah. Scout goes to a second. That's yeah, a neat looking book. We got some uh, rodents. Oh, so we got an elephant and a mouse befriending each other, it looks like. Oh, that's a, okay. I get you. And from Vault Comics, Barbaric Axe to Grind went to a second print on that. So interesting. Well, I'll take a look at some of Image's offerings. I love the um, Above Snakes cover B that's all sound effects bubbles. Um, because that Atsami Elhahu uh, mm-hmm. is the letterer, so uh, he's, he's doing the cover and he's doing a bunch of sound effects bubbles. That's dope. Fun, fun thing. So for fans of letterers who never get their due, boom, you can support him. I do support that kind of thinking and that kind of cover. That's pretty cool. I like it. What about Bone or uh, Orchard Black Feather? Yeah. So Bone Orchard already happened, right? It's a thing. Yeah, that's okay. That's a Jeff Lemire book. Yep. Comes a new series in the Bold Ambition shares horror. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's their shared horror universe. Yeah. Interesting. Least we can do is another in the long line of sentence fragment titles <laughs> that we just throw those out there. Mm-hmm. This is um, Elise Iolanda Zanfardino and Elisa Romboli. Mysterious magical magical powers arise from a world nearly destroyed by war. A young woman fights for her ideas of revolution and to build a new society from the debris. Realizing that she can't do it alone, she has to prove her worth to the Eclipse Rebels to join them against the dreadful Eden Army. Yeah, you get four covers out of that, so eh, it might be something. I don't know. It's possible. Yeah. Love Everlasting. It's on its second issue. And I uh, guess cover C is the closest to a romance novel cover, which they did in the first issue. Man, the price is just too steep. But Something is Killing the Children has their fourth slaughter pack out. Oh, well, yeah. Is uh, 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20 with wicked little new covers. And they're very neat looking and stylized. Um, man. Eight bucks pop, essentially. Yeah, a little high. A little high. If there were eight of those covers and they were five dollars mm-hmm. a piece, maybe. Dark Horse gives us Castle Full of Blackbirds, number one. Mike Mignola, another Mignola offering. Has a Blaze comic been doing more of these HP Lovecraft <laughs> spinoffs? Like they're doing with this unknown KDAF. Uh, I don't. Uh, maybe that does sound kind of familiar. Yeah. Marvel's going to give us uh, Avengers 60. They didn't make a big deal about it. Just a 3.99 comic. So 
no legacy anything. I'm very surprised. <laughs> Edge of Spider-Verse comes back for issue four of five. Let's see what's going on in this one. Spider-Ham, Spider-Mobile, Sun-Spider, Spinstress. Sun-Spider's a big one. And there's a new Fortnite. I was just going to say, uh, another Fortnite book. Do you think the heat's off of them? or they Yeah, because still... at this point you're not getting the cool, the, as cool an item as you were in the beginning. Oh, okay. The, the items go downhill. Well, you're getting the initial skin on the first one, and then you're getting uh, tchotchke stuff on the rest. Ah. Uh, to complete it, of course, but, like, the big thing is the initial skin. Gotcha. Nothing else from Marvel. AOD, oh, Army of Dead versus Reanimator. Gets a ton of covers. Draculina doing a bunch of covers. Immortal Red Sonya with a bunch. Lady Hell, number two, with a bunch. And your Mad Balls versus Garbage Pail Kids, along with Vampirella. Down in the back half, we have Aftershock giving us mm-hmm. 06 Protocol, number one. Uh, perfect Life of the Marino Family, Shattered When Family Patriarch is Brutally Murdered on a Quiet Summer Night. Good, cool cover. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of hyperdemic noodle, not noodles, needles, flyer. Hyperdermic, mm-hmm. hyperdermic needle. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm having a stroke. Um, you know what I'm trying to say? They're, no, say it again. They're flying at the at the characters. Very cool. No, I'll never say it again ever. Take those. They're going to be stricken from my vocabulary. My weak, weak vocabulary. Kyle, I only have four. That can't be right. Is it broken? What are we talking about? On the Preview site, there's only a few titles left. Yeah, there's not much. Okay, so it's a it's a down week. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have something locked and loaded? <coughs> no. I have two. What are your thoughts? I'm going to go with Hassan Atsami Elahu's cover for Above Snakes number three with all the the sound effects bubbles that he's done. Very I think cool. that's, that's fun and inventive. And... Letters don't get their due, and I think it might be a fun, underordered, sought-after piece of uh, comic. Definitely going to be underordered, and I—I I mean, it's—I want to go Edge of Spider Verse Four. I think I'm just going with cover A of Edge of Spider Verse Four. I think. Okay. So I see something come again. Something's coming out of one of these. What's the Sun Spider maybe this time? Yeah, which we've seen some Sun Spider before, but maybe they, maybe they're different. Yeah. Hey, it's the good folks at Comics for Fun and Profit reminding you that nobody Patreons like we Patreon. So join us at C4FAP and go over to Patreon slash Comics Fun Profit and sign up at a level of your choosing. There's various tiers with various goodies for you. Somebody, Something that everyone gets at any level is you get to be a part of our Slack channel community. And you get early and ad-free access to all our episodes. But wait, there's more. So go over to Patreon slash Comics Fun Profit and check out all we have to offer. We urge you, sign up today. Uh, now let's slide over to our good friends at Cover Price with their weekly top ten and runners-up. Yeah, our good friends at Cover Price scour the eBay sites and the secondary sites to look at the books that are just catching fire. And they... Show us what's up and say, hey, you got any of these you'd like to sell? We start at rank 10 with Poison Ivy number three, the Zeb 
or Seb McKinnon, one in 50 DC has been putting out phenomenal ratio covers and McKinnon delivers a hunting and surreal cover of poison heavy. We tracked 10 copies on the secondary market and a high sale of $225 for raw. Holy cow. We talked about this book. We thought it was beautiful. Yes. Yes, for sure. Sandman number eight from 1989, as mentioned previously, Netflix went and did something daring and made Sandman. While issue one appears early on this list, featuring the first appearance of Dream, this book features the first appearance of his older sister, Death. By all accounts, Kirby Howe Baptiste crushed the role of Death, and fans of the comic and show visited the aftermarket, paying a premium to secure secure her first appearance. 27 copies sold. Uh, $1,370 for CGC 9.8 and Rawls settling in around $140. So, Kyle. Yes. We talked about Sandman. Yes. We had casting. We mm-hmm. had we, we we had people excited about it. We decided probably sell. It's not going to get any higher after the Correct. show comes out because it's just a Netflix show. Yeah, and it's tough to do. So, now... People enjoyed the show so much, they, they're they driving the prices up. But I already sold all these keys, Kyle. So did you make good money? I made, yeah. Yeah, I okay. did. Then we're good. But I didn't make $1,370. Well, you didn't you didn't see you see it. Right. So I didn't make $140 either. I am still a fan of selling at casting. That seems to be the, the most reliable trend on the As hot as it's going to get, for the most part. Yeah. At rank seven, we have Sandman number. I'm sorry. At rank eight, we have Predator number one from Dark Horse 1989. While bringing the launch of Predator number one, Marvel released a plethora of Predator crossover covers to build up the hype. However, the most likely candidate for the hype on this book probably stems from the critically and critic and audience success of the Hulu film Prey, which looks pretty cool. Uh, $850 for CGC 9.8, 22 tracked on the secondary market for Predator number one. At this rank was seven, good. I got to see that. I, I didn't want to watch it. Too. At rank seven, we have Sandman number one from 1988. Of course, we've been talking about that. And this is number one, which is the first appearance of Dream. $950 for CGC 9.8 and fair market value just above 200 bucks. So why would um why would the first issue be less as a CGC than the eighth issue? Why would you want Death's first appearance more than Sandman's first appearance? Mm-hmm. That's dumb, right? There are normally more more copies of one out there than eight. And if yeah, I, you're right. You're right. Of course, we all know about Secret Wars 8, the black suit. Um, smidge of venom left after No Way Home. Fun fact, graded sales of this book sell for over $120 through a grade of 5.0. It may be just time to have your comic graded. Who cares what it comes back? Tracking 31 copies sold. High sale of $810 for a CGC 9.8. And you probably what, sold a dozen of this book. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. None of them in, none of them for triple digits. There you go. So, so it turns out you should have bought all of them, had all of them graded, and then sold off. In hindsight. <laughs> the Hood, number one rumored for years to appear in the first Hawkeye, but then Ironheart. Confirmation came this week when set photos showed actor Anthony Ramos as Parker Robbins. These leaked pictures and chatter caused sales to climb back to similar numbers that we saw in 2020. Graded copies have crept 
to $600 with multiple sales this week in the $480 to $600 range. While many are skeptical on investing in villains, the hood offers a lot of dynamics that could very well, they could work very well in the Ironheart series and the MCU overall, tracking 33 copies sold, high sale of $575 for CGC 9.8. Eight billion, billion genies. We love this book. 35 copies sold. CGC 9.8, 170 already. Uh, from 1977's Incredible Hulk 213, it only makes takes a glimpse of a potential character to create buzz behind key issues. And, and this is the most prime example. The most recent She-Hulk teaser shows a character whose identity is obscured that some have speculated to be the Jack of Hearts. To add to that speculation, Jack of Hearts has had a prominent role in She-Hulk's most recent comic run. Yeah. Nevertheless, this only marks the Jack of Hearts' first appearance in a standard comic book. He first cameoed in Deadly Hands of Kung Fu number 21 and then fully appeared in Deadly Hands of Kung Fu 22. But we tracked 28 copies of Incredible Hulk 213 and a CGC 9.4 sold for $112. Now we're going to talk again about Dark Space Wildfire number one per sci-fi.com. Universal has officially partnered with IDW Publishing for a pair of upcoming television projects based on hit comic book series. This is Universal Content Productions, which co-produced genre juggernauts like Resident Alien and Chucky is currently lighting up an adaptation of Scott Snyder and Hayden Sherman's Dark Space Wildfire. Uh, high sales about 20 bucks for raw copies, 29 moving on the secondary market. And Ultimate Fallout 4, Clayton Crane, C2E2, Garbage, Don't Buy It, We're Not Even Going to Talk About It. Let's, yeah, let's move on then. I was still reading all the stuff we weren't going to talk about. Sorry. <laughs> that, that, I, I get madder. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, and I think everybody's kind of the same. I'm sick of, sick of talking about it. At rank 11, Meet the Scrolls number one from 2019. The solicitation for Secret Invasion dropped on Disney Plus to go with a release date of spring 2023. Specifically mentions a group infiltrating for years. Well, that could mean in many scrolls. Many fans' attention shifted to this book. It features the first appearance of the Warners, a Skrull family that is completely integrated into society with a dad who works at S.H.I.E.L.D. And Gia. This is a precedent for a semi-crossover, as Gia has disguised herself as Pepper Potts before. Some sites speculate that this is actress, actresses, actress Amelia Clark's secret role instead of the other real role of Veronki. The Scrawl Queen. Only 11 copies sold, so why am I talking about it for so long? The highest sale of 18 bucks. At rank 12, we have Amazing Spider-Man number 5 from 1999. This is a Madam Web sighting. 10 copies of this one sold with a high sale of 125 bucks for a 9.6. And raw around 22 bucks. At rank 13, we have The Bang Ashcan uh, from the Dark Horse 2020 book. Netflix and Dark Horse Entertainment have inked a multi-year first look film deal, and they're looking at Bang and Mind Management. Um, so this is lit a fire under issue one and the ash can tracked 16 copies, high sale of 163 for a CGC 9.8, and Raw's around 20 bucks. At rank 14, we have Captain Marvel 23 from 2020. The Deep Cuts, the first appearance of the children of two heavy hitters in Marvel Comics. Ovi, the son of Namor, and Brigid, the daughter of Thor. Ovi had a rough go of things, born into a decimated world, 
and this led him to be the nemesis of Captain Marvel. Um, this is so much mystery around the next phase of MCU. Fans are appreciative of these books. So they've bought 14 of them. A high sale of 86 bucks for CGC 9.8. Raw's around $11. Again, not what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, rank 15, we have Spawn number one from 92. A little book uh, called Spawn. Some guys at Image. Guy named McFarlane. 49 <laughs> copies sold. High sale 220 for a CGC 9.8. Raw's around 33 bucks. The gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, amazing Spawn. Fantasy number one from 2004. This is uh, Arana the Spider Girl. 28 copies of this sold. High sale of 200 for a CGC 9.8. And raw around 42 bucks. Uh, we've got Wonder Man number one, uh, which sold 19 additional copies. Up to 150 bucks for a CGC 9.8. And raw is around 11. At rank 18, we have Iron Man and Submariner. Number one from 1968. That's an old book. It's an older book. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, and this book predates both Iron Man and Submariner number one and is the first intentionally made one shot. It was compiled of cast off stories before the characters were expanded in their own solo titles. Uh, fans want it in anticipation of the debut of Namor and MCU and the ever-present distant rumblings that Iron Man may return. So 14 copies of this sold with a high sale of 400 bucks for a CGC 7.0 and a raw around $153. I don't think I knew this existed. Mm-mm. Interesting. At rank 19, we have Star Wars number one from 1977. Might have heard of it. <laughs> uh, let's see. We sold 16 copies. Our 9.8 is pushing five grand at $4,800. Dang. Raw's getting you 230 bucks. Not my raw. My raw Not my raw. Tatters. <laughs> <clears throat> Marvel Superhero Secret Wars number one from 1984. This is competing, of course, with the other Secret Wars number one from 2015 for what's going to be adapted first. Uh, but this original is selling, sold 26 copies. Uh, a nine six went for two hundred dollars and raw around fifty two bucks. Just turned around. I think it's in that long box. I have one. I have the whole series minus number eight. And I'm thinking about just putting all of them together minus number eight and seeing if I, I can think. Get... I think you can do well. I think you'll do well with it. Or should I just sell one? Or should I just sell everything but eight? Oh no, sell them all. So sell them all because yeah, because if it's going to get adapted, all, all these different pieces are going to get yeah. You know, and that's from my dime store box. I literally dime stored everything but yeah. the eight. So it's a twelve. Is it a twelve issue? So you got yeah. a dollar ten in that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Put a hundred bucks. See what happens. <laughs> Make your money. That's exactly right. All right. Now it's time to slide on over to sneak peek and see what's going on at our good friends at Lunar. Boy, what? Art Germ can do us one soup cover. These are eight twenty-two books, right? 23. 23 books. Yeah, the 822's only got two little things, and those are the Death Rage books. Yeah, this is the art germ. This was a, a pick where you were gone. Yeah. This was an FOC pick. You and Eric went, I think, all, all hot horror, babe covers. All horror yeah. covers, yeah. 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 We were, um, <laughs> we were, we were uh, a, a little, um, yeah. I think they were all, all scantily clad covers. A testosterone-filled uh, <laughs> review. 
<laughs> it might have been. It might have been. Um, that's I like a this great... uh, Scout imprint. Create a comic. So it's another one of those takes on the uh, adult coloring book. This one's a little more all agey. Oh, very neat. DC Mech. Got a great Mechie cover that Dan Moore did. That'll do well. I do like Dan Moore, but I hate Mechs. Yeah. Although I do like that. Yeah, I do love that Dan Moore cover. Holy crap. It's pretty good, yeah. Deathstroke Inc.'s David Latham cover has a cool Jaws um, homage, kind of. Or just another shark eating somebody. I guess it doesn't have to be Jaws. Not every shark has to be Jaws, I guess. That is not an homage. The, 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 the boat looks a little like the Jaws boat. Okay. The shark looks a little like Jaws. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. They are both great whites. Uh-huh. See? We've got the great facsimile edition for De- Detective 27. That's awesome. Excited to see that one come out. And a book called End, Ever, End After End from David Andre, Tim Daniel, and Sanando C. Uh, this is a vault comic, number one. Life is nothing if not a series of endings, school, jobs, friendships, love. Well, that's depressing. Walter's death was fast and unexpected. He was an unremarkable life. So how is it that his story continues as cannon fodder in an endless war waged against an insatiable darkness hell-bent on consuming all of existence? I don't know. It's kind of interesting, right? You don't see a cover A. I just see cover B's, covers B and C. I think that's his name is Sanando C. Oh, yeah, the guy who's doing the cover is Sanando C. He's the cover A. Right. <laughs> cover A, Sanando C, not cover C, Sanando A. Gotcha. Gotcha. Guilt finishes Derek, up with its fifth. That's kind of cool. Derek fables. continues to do hardly well. <laughs> yes, yes. And yeah. there is a really, really, really good homage for Harley Quinn 21. Um, the cover C, the Ryan Sook. It is a uh, killing joke homage, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're big fans of that one. Uh, Miss, Miss Meow gets a second print for issue That's one. Oh, cool. yeah. And the Meta Metalinguistic Crimes Division from Scout um, stars a comic writer. Agatha finds her artist boyfriend murdered and believes that the comic book characters they created together are to blame. Well, that sounds a lot like crossover. So, uh, our good friends at Oni Press, to celebrate their 25th anniversary, they're essentially doing a facsimile edition of Rick and Morty number one for 10 bucks a pop. So, it's that's crazy. Kind of cool. Is it worth 10 bucks? It's a foil edition. I mean, well, the if you have the number one that isn't the facsimile, it's worth many, many times that over. Yeah, I can see that. Human Target, back again for DC. Yeah, Mike was mentioning this. He's or Eric, I don't remember which. Um, all my all my co-hosts blur together. You know. Ouch. <laughs> he said that this this is coming back for this one shot, and then they're going to finish the series. So the series like left off like halfway through, Ouch. and then they're going to do this one shot, drop it in the middle, and then finish this series, which is kind of stupid. But there you go. What are you going to do? We're going to jump to Image and see what they have to offer us outside of our good friends at Lunar. Yes, new, new releases that are coming out on the 24th. Rogue's Gallery, finally, with its second issue. You did you like you liked the first one, didn't you? Which one? Rogue's Gallery. 
I don't Ooh, know. Maybe not. There we go. Uh, no, I don't know that I've read this one. I, I was wanting to read that one. Now, The Rogues, I enjoyed that one, the DC thing. I did like Sins of the Black Flamingo. Its third issue is available now. I did like Newburn a lot. I like Hate This Place. It's really good. I love Deadly Class. Firefly 7 has a really good B cover. Uh, the Wanted poster uh, for Simon Tam. I like that. It's very cool. Wind is back. The new volume. Man. I love this grim number four FOC reveal cover by Morgan Beam. Yeah. That's hot. As the kids would say, that's fire. <laughs> Star Wars Hyperspace Stories is the first of a 12-issue series from uh, Dark Horse with, get, with their Star Wars license back. Oh, that's right. They got a license back. And um, if they're smart, they're going to do what IDW did and throw some first appearances in here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to get us excited, but it's an all AG. I don't know. I don't know how much faith I have in it. Man, we have Obi Wan and Anakin on the front here, and we are clearly in uh, the era of the prequels. Mm-hmm. When the members of a Republic mission led by Senator Padme Amidala are abducted by the ruthless Separatist General Grievous, Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi jump to the rescue, but the operation quickly goes awry and the Jedi find themselves cut off and surrounded by an army of battle droids. Danger and deception at the height of the Clone Wars in Star Wars Hyperspace Number 1. Series features fan-favorite heroes, vile villains, and unexpected twists and turns brought to you by all-star Authors uh, Cecil Castellini, Amanda uh, Dybert, and Michael Morakai. All new, all ages adventure from uh, throughout the galaxy. Well, it looks like we get a first appearance, if I'm judging by the cover, but I am underwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah, we've got Damage Control number one from Marvel. It's got me intrigued a little bit. See what that's going to be like. And... Uh, when we picked a previous for the FOC, we picked the Star Wars Darth Vader number 26, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, because it was supposed to have some solid um, first appearance. Or was that just regular Star Wars that was 26? Star Wars regular 26 was the one. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was the one that came out last week. Yeah, you're right. Okay. However, we do have a dope uh, Choose Your Destiny cover on Dr. Aphra with my boy, Darth Maul on the cover, and that is awesome. I love that. He's still your boy. Love Maul. Still. Love Maul and Darth Maul. One of my favorite characters. Love Ray Park. You everything about it. Was he just in Sith? Huh? Was he was Darth Maul just in Revenge of the Sith? No, I have been beating you over the head, telling you to watch Clone Wars. And no, you no, I'm used to do no, it. I mean, the, of the of the real movies, real movies. I'm done talking to you. Which which ones was he in? Done talking to you. Was he in that uh, droid thing? The second one? Was he in the second one prequel? No, he was only in Phantom Menace. He was only in Phantom Menace. He was not in Revenge of the Sith? Correct. Oh. I gotta watch those. Mm. Well, I'm gonna watch those two or three times before I watch those cartoons of yours. You want me to quit? I'm gonna quit right here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, it's not like I won't ever watch cartoons. I did watch Invincible. I know. I know you just won't watch the things I'm trying to get you to. I had it on the other day. I had it on the other day. And they thought I'll just put it on while I'm um, doing something else. 
mm-hmm. and I'll have it on in the background, and I'll through osmosis, I will absorb what Kyle wants me to absorb. That's exactly what I've asked you to do. I can't do it. I can do it. Simple. I love Rose Bash, and I will stop it every time she does Sheena, Queen of the Jungle. The Rose Bash covers are all amazing. Nice. Very cool. Not much in the back half. No. But Nicola is back. That's cool. And we do have a new gun, honey. A new art germ gun, honey. I know. You guys chose it when you were you were slut covering everything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> slut covering. That's that's a that's a much better term. Whatever I said. Good, such a good cover, though. Those are all amazing covers. They're all so good. So right? good. Yes. Adam Hughes can do no wrong too. Oh man, they're so good. Like 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 that's an acceptable cover. Those gun honeys, right? From yes. Titan. Yes. But then you slide down to Jungle Fantasies <laughs> from Boundless, and those are like not as acceptable. Yeah. They're very close though, right? No. They're not that far apart. Yeah. Cold number one, uh, cold with a K from Source Point Press. In a modern day Ebenezer Scrooge esque tale, a cruel old man named Homer goes ice fishing with his dog. The man is desperate to resolve the guilt that burns deep down in his conscience. Homer went fishing for forgiveness, but all he caught was hell. What's that one called? Cold, K O L D from Source Point Press. Huh. Two really good covers. Are very much like the Marta Gasparion cover B. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Missing anything else? From Scout Comics, we have Meta Metalinguistic Crime Division. Star comic writer Agatha finds her artist boyfriend murdered and believes that the comic book characters they created together are to blame. Her brother, Alan, a wannabe novelist, arrives to offer at, offer Agatha support in her grief and accidentally finds himself drawn into an unfinished comic book page. Interesting. Six bucks, Scout. says five on the cover, so I'm confused. All right. Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week. What's the one book to make sure that you run to your comic book shop? Push the children out of the way that are trying to get their Color Me comics and say, no, I have to get X book. Yeah. Man, part of me thinks Dark Horse is going to go nuts with the Star Wars, but mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go with End After End, the Vault comic. And I'm <laughs> heading back to Lunar to get our Harley Quinn number 21 Ryan Sook homage cardstock variant uh, that has Harley doing the dope homage of the Killing Joke. Yep, very cool. One can see that. All great things. Speaking of great things, we thank you guys for tagging along with us. Kyle and Drew, as we dig through what's coming out this coming week, um, head on over to our Patreon if you want a little bit more behind the scenes, a little more chit chat, a little more fun, get things early, get things ad free. We appreciate all of our wonderful Patreons. They help. They are the straw that stirs our drink, and we appreciate them. From Drew and myself, we thank you. See you. Our LCS is Cowabunga Comics out of Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, and their mail order company, Deep Discount comics um and we went there and, and we were actually invoice number 0001 we are the we were the very first <laughs> their very first customer um which was kind of cool they've been nothing short of fantastic customer service wise discounts they were very close if not the same or better than dcbs on a lot of things um mm-hmm. over and above uh, customer service wise always taking care of us 
going the extra mile, so responsive, getting instantaneous uh, responses back to uh, questions about things and to the point where knowing the stuff you like and anticipating your needs and having it suggested to, that you might want to add this to your order already uh, before you even have to think about about it. That's kind of cool. Really quality experience. So we, we love working with Cowabunga and Deep Discount, and that's why they're in our show notes every single episode and have been for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes mm-hmm. that we leave them there because we like them. They're cool, good people. That's why they're in there. By God, they'd tell you to if you've got a local comic book shop that you love, stay with them because every, everybody needs to support their local comic shops. But if you're looking, check them out. You can check them out in, in the show notes. There's plenty of ways to get a hold of them. Either get on their list, just so you can check and see what kind of FOC and pre-order stuff they have and the discounts, and they'll send it to you um, each month, get you on that email list. And you can check out their shop because they have a great shop of exclusive Cowabunga mm-hmm. variants. Amazing stuff. Yes, they've always been there for us, and we take them for granted. So there you go. Now you, now you know. <laughs> 